Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gear, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Chance the Rapper, Frank Ocean, and Tamron Hall, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Brittany Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. I'm your host, Cammie jones Gibb, where I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six. And press the number one. Also, that's Entertainment Online Radio has a Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash that's Entertainment Radio dot com. It will have a large logo with the Hollywood spotlights and the red carpet. Or you can always follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain is the number one. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto like the shoe, S T I L E T T O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just type in T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. I know that we're starting the show a little later in the week. This is the Friday edition of That's Entertainment. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody that's currently tuning in, uh, listening to the show on the phone lines, on your personal computer. Thank you for joining me here on this Friday afternoon or where you are, evening. 
Uh, lots to talk about this week. Big news, big week in entertainment, I should say. Beyonce broke Instagram record. Uh, if you have, if you've been living under a rock, you know that Beyonce uh, told the world that she's expecting twins. She and Jay Z and Blue Ivy is going to be a big sister. Also this week, uh, Chance the Rapper just launched a clothing line, and I ne- you'll never guess which family inspired the uh, brand. Also this week, uh, the sudden departure of Cameron Hall. We know her from today. She's also the host of her own uh, news program or in MSNBC. Well, she uh, abruptly left the show this week uh, due to the cancellation of her show at the 9 o'clock hour with Al Roker for uh, NBC's take because they're trying to make room for Megyn Kelly, who just recently left Fox News, and now she's going to be doing like an hour. They're giving her an hour show on NBC. So someone had to get bumped, and unfortunately it was our girl Tamron Hall. Also, uh, 50 Cent is no longer in debt. I'll tell you how he paid off his uh, debtors. And uh, Yoga Yoga Ona is teaming up with some producers to create a uh, like a movie about her and John Legend. So without further ado. Let's get started with the most talked about stories for this week. Hit it. All right. Lots to talk about this week. A big week in entertainment. Uh, Beyonce. She set the Instagram record with her pregnancy announcement. The picture she shared on Wednesday, February 1st, she announced that she is expecting twins and has become the most liked Instagram post with more than 7 million-plus likes in less than 24 hours since it was posted. Beyonce actually dethroned Selena Gomez, who previously held the title with her sultry Coca-Cola picture, which had garnered 6.3 6.3 million likes so far. The 24-year-old singer actress posted the image in June of last year. Selena, however, still holds the title of the most followed Instagram users in the world. Beyonce surprised everyone with her pregnancy announcement. And this is what she posted on Instagram. She said, quote, We would like to share our love and happiness. We have been blessed two times over. We are incredibly grateful that our family will be growing by two. And we thank you for your well wishes. Uh, the twins will be B and Jay-Z's second and third child joining big sister Blue, Ivy Carter. The couple has since received a lot of congratulatory messages from fans and fellow celebrities. And the pictures were beautifully done. I mean, is she seen uh, holding her stomach with uh, beautiful arrangements of different flowers, uh, just wearing nothing but uh, uh, her, uh, a, like, a, like a lace-type uh, bra, and uh, panties, and um, they said that uh, they are, according to her fans, they think they know the sex of the the twins just by the colors she had on. People say, well, she had uh, like a pink maroon bra, which represented it could be a girl, and she wore the blue panties, the ruffle panties, which could be a boy. So they're thinking she might have a boy and a girl. 
But, you know, there's a lot of speculation from the beehive. But, you know, after she debuted her uh, baby bum, uh, she, um, experts and people, a lot of her fans who um, was wondering if she was going to be able to perform at this year's Coachella because according to uh, Dr. Cherry Ross, who happens to be at OBGYN, and she's also the author of Sheology, she uh, says that according to her, uh, by the time Beyonce performs at Coachella, she will be around 30 weeks. Right now she's about roughly about 20 weeks. Now, Coachella arrives in mid-April. Uh, the site did predict that Queen Bee will give birth in June, and fans are freaking out that the that she's going might have to skip Coachella as she is around. By then, she'll be around seven months at the time. Uh, also, Dr. Cherry also added that when it comes to twins, uh, when you're carrying twins, it's a lot harder on the body, and there's there's much more of a need to decrease physical activity. Uh, normally, it's, it is recommended for women carrying twins to decrease their activities by 50% by 28 weeks. The biggest complication with twins is preterm labor. The average pregnancy will go to 40 weeks, but with twins, it's a full week less, around 37 weeks. So you have to be very cautious when it comes to physical activities, especially when you're carrying twins. Uh, Beyonce, say, Beyonce fans can also be uh, there is some good news because she they say that she will not skip the 2017 Grammy Awards. She was spotted rehearsing actually yesterday in a secret location in Los Angeles with her glam squad, the camera crew, and her team of dancers all in tow. Nicki Minaj is back in the news. She recently found herself the victim of a break-in. TMZ reported that the rapper's Beverly Hill mansion was burglarized early this week when she was out of town. The thieves reportedly hauled over $200,000 worth of jewelry and other valuable properties. According to the site, Nikki's 11,000-square-foot mansion has been completely torn apart, uh, with thieves apparently seeking some very particular items. There were signs of forced entry to the house, and the burglary appeared to be highly organized. And then there's other sources that said uh, that they said that sometimes some of the damage looked like it was more personal than your average burglary. They also said that some of the items that were vandalized was destroyed picture frames, perfume bottles, furniture. They even cut up some of her clothing. And police are currently looking for any surveillance footage that can help identify the culprit. Now, according to the officer, uh, Liliana Preciado of the Los Angeles Police Department said that the burglary occurred between November 24th and January 24th when she was out of town and the and when she was left alone, actually. Neither the LAPD nor Nicki Minaj rep immediately returned any requests for any comments. And following the incident, Nicki was reportedly spending a bundle on a new security system for her mansion when she was uh, renting it out for 30000 a month. She's a little upset, according to this report. They said that she is pissed by the incident, but who wouldn't be? You know, personal items, your clothes, pictures. So she did hire 24-7 security guards and placed numerous cameras to secure the house. You know, this reminds me of the incident with um, 
not uh, Rihanna, her house wasn't burglarized, but somebody kept trespassing her house. So she ended up selling that house and moving to New York, living in more of an apartment dwelling setting. That way, if somebody suspicious come around, they can't get to the door. They have to go through the concierge or the doorman or whoever is out front before they can send anyone upstairs. Nikki might have to do the same thing. She might have to come back to New York and do have do the same kind of setup, especially if this is kind of personal. Um, I can relate because I remember in college I was a, a, a victim of a a burglary. I guess you could say a robbery. Me and my roommate we had shared a dorm and we had just had morning classes. My first class was at nine o'clock that morning. And my last class for that afternoon was like a little after 12 noon. To make a long story short, I returned back to the dormitory, back to the room, and noticed that my side of the room was disheveled. Uh, actually, but my roommate's side, it, they just they just ransacked the whole side. For the longest, it it. They were saying that we it wasn't a forced entry because it looked like either the door was unlocked or somebody was let in, but there was no forced entry. So people kept saying, you know what, it might have been your roommate because they actually said that how come your side was barely touched but her side was ransacked. They also said that, uh, you know, because the only thing that was taken from me was I had $100 left in a jar which was supposed to go to my tuition and they went through my drawers but they like they nitpicked through the drawer they didn't pull anything out they didn't rip the drawers out of the the out of the sockets or the you know they, it, it, there was no clothing on the floor they just pulled out a couple of drawers whereas they went to my roommate's side dumped everything out went through her bed went through her closet so it was either this person knew my roommate, or it might have been her. There's no proof. I could, I didn't have any proof, so it was just $100 laws. It could have been worse. Right now we have here 7.15 after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Friday night edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. This coming April will be our seventh year here on Blog Talk Radio, BTR. So I'd like to thank everybody who's been tuning in from the very beginning. Before I continue with the rest of the show, I want to make a, an announcement. A tune in next Saturday, February 11, at 10:30 p.m. It's my annual Valentine's Day show. Every year, I do a music show where I play some of my favorite R&B and uh, love songs and slow jam from the R&B genre. And it's about the show lasts between 90 minutes to about two hours. So if you don't have anything to do for that weekend or for that uh, for Valentine's Day. Just stay at home, keep warm, uh, open a glass, uh, uh, open a, gla- a bottle of sh- a wine and champagne, relax, kick up, kick up your feet. Uh, if you have the special someone to uh, uh, sit by and sit next to you, cuddle up, 
by all means. It's a nice show. And, you know, because we don't get to hear, you know, everybody said that R&B is dead, nobody's into it. But it's nice to listen to some soothing, romantic love songs from some of my favorite R&B artists. So, again, tune in. It's a Saturday night show. It's my annual Valentine's Day show. It's at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's about between 90 minutes or an hour. I will post it on the That's Entertainment Facebook page. I will also send a message through Twitter and Instagram and make sure you tune in. And, again, um, if you can't tune into the show live, you can always listen to the show on the, through the archive. At That's Entertainment Online Radio is also available on iTunes. And you can also check it out on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a website with over... 60 to 70,000 plus radio shows and podcasts, and you can uh, just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio in the search box and uh, tune in from there. Also this week in entertainment, um, I also wanted to talk about uh, the news about uh, uh, Tamron Hall, um, you know, uh, very sudden you know, if you are a fan of today's show and you are a fan of Tamron Hall, you know that uh, Tamron is a well-respected journalist. She's been with NBC for God knows uh, so so many years. Uh, you can also she's also uh, the host of NBC's Today Today, which comes on uh, at the nine o'clock hour, right after Matt Lauer and Susanna Guthrie after they come get off the air. Well, she decided to leave NBC News after her show was axed to make way for new star Megyn Kelly. Uh, It sent shockwaves through the TV world, and uh, a 30 Rock insider told Page Six that Tamara walked away leaving a multiple million-dollar contract on the table. She, people at NBC were shocked. They weren't expecting for her to leave. They expected her to stay. But her relationship with NBC soured when the network canceled her top-rated morning show, Today Take, which she co-hosts with Al Roker to create a slot for Kelly. Now, Hall found out she was being oust minutes before she went on air last Friday. Staffers have been buzzing about Andy's lack decision to replace today's first black female anchor with Kelly. Um, Tamron doesn't know Megan personally, but they, she felt like anyone would. She felt insulted. Uh, her show was doing very well in the ratings. Uh, matter of fact, she did well when she filled in for Lester Holt for a couple of days, and uh, people were upset. Of course, there was a lot of crying going on. Uh, Kelly, Megan Kelly, is either going to take over the 9 a.m. slot or appear at 10 a.m. when she starts in September. Al Roker will continue his duties as uh, today's weatherman, and he doesn't appear too happy either. Meanwhile, uh, Paul, who was denied a farewell on today, and she just left immediately, she made a statement saying, quote, uh, the last 10 years has been beyond anything she could have imagined, and she's grateful. She's also excited about the next chapter. Uh, Tamara will continue to host Deadline Crime on on the investigation discovery. So sad because a lot of people looked up to her, uh, people who were uh, in the business, people who inspired to become her, 
it was a low blow. Uh, I know my nephew fiance Samron is her idol, and she got into the business broadcast journalism because of Tamron. So it's it's really sad, you know. Sometimes you know you don't even see it coming. Sometimes sometimes it just we all I don't know anybody who had been fired or let go all of a sudden. It's a low blow. Uh, I had a, a situation where I was let go from a job that I was working for for about 13 years, and it just it just comes all of a sudden. They let you work the whole day, and boom, they drop the bomb, and you don't even see it coming. And all the work and the hard work and sweat and uh, sacrifice that you try to do for the company to make the company look good, to make yourself look good, just goes right out the window. Like, like, how could you do this when I dedicated myself, my time, my years, and then just to be let go because they feel that, okay, we don't feel that you uh, not meet the standards, but we need to bring somebody in that uh, can give us more ratings, uh, to give us, you know, to be, who's more popular. But, um, yeah, I'm very sad to see Tamron go, and I just hope that uh, we get to see her back on uh, another news network very soon. And today she also posted on her Instagram account her, you know, cleaning out her closet. She's giving away a lot of her clothes and her beautiful shoes. And uh, she also thanked everybody for her the, the well wishes, and uh, she's giving her clothes and shoes to uh, a charity. And... Um, it's just sad. I mean, just you know, somebody that you've been knowing for years that you see every day, just gone like that. Also, this week, uh, Chance the Rapper has launched a new "Thank You Obama" clothing line. He he's launching. He had launched this clothing line in honor of America's former first family, and it's supposed to be like. Obama's inspired tees, hoodies, and jersey. The Chicago rapper announced the collection on Twitter yesterday with a link to thankyouobama.us. It's paired with photos of him wearing such items from the collection as T-shirts. He also has a maroon tee that reads Malia with the tagline, We All Smoke, It's Okay. A nod to that time when Malia Obama was spotted at Lola Palooza appearing to smoke to have smoked the joint. Another pic shows Chance wearing a black shirt, wearing Obama's face for the crown, and a nod to the popular notorious B.I.G. image. He also paid tribute to the marriage of Barack and Michelle with a white long sleeve shirt that featured Barack and Michelle in black and pink graffiti writing, as well as their wedding anniversary on the back that says ten three ninety two. And Frank Ocean is being sued by his father, Calvin Corksey, over homophobic slur allegation. The 29-year-old Nike singer claimed on uh, Tumblr last summer that his father once used a homophobic slur years ago when he was a kid. Calvin said that Frank's allegation is not true, and according to TMZ, Calvin had filed a defamation lawsuit over his son Tumblr post saying that it had cost him financial opportunities in film and in music. He is suing his musician's son for $14.5 million in damages. Calvin also sued businessman Russell Simmons back in 2014 for accusing him of being a deadbeat dad. He also sued the co-founder of Yelp, Inc., 
for $142 million. And 50 Cent has finally settled his month-long bankruptcy case. Bankruptcy Judge Ann Nevins approved the discharge yesterday in Hartford, Connecticut, after the rapper paid more than $22 million. 50 Cent, a.k.a. Curtis Jackson III, filed for Chapter 11 reorganization in 2015, citing debts of $36 million and assets of less than $20 million. Nevins approved a plan in July that required him to pay back about $23 million. Jackson Lloyd said that Thursday that he paid off the five-year plan early with $8.7 million of his own money and $13.65 million he received in a recent settlement of a legal malpractice lawsuit against other attorneys. And uh, Yoko Ono is teaming up with producer Martin D. Luca for an untitled John Lennon Yoko Ono movie which will center on the love between Ono and the late Beatle member. Ono and Lennon became a couple in the late 1960s, and she was always linked with Lennon's transition from the Beatles member to a solo singer. The two frequently participate in provocative campaigns of peace and even became activists against the Vietnam War. They stayed together until Lennon murdered her in 1980. Ono has been preserving Lennon's music and legacy ever since. DeLuca is well known for his based on true story movies such as Captain Phillips, Moneyball, and The Social Network. Right now we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the uh, Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Give, where every week I bring you the latest in, uh, entertainment news and pop culture. If you like the show and you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Today happens to be a special Friday edition. Normally we broadcast every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, Every now and then we do a Friday edition show. Also, don't forget, tune in next week. Saturday, we're going to be on Saturday night for the my annual Valentine's Day show. It will be on Saturday night at 10.30 uh, 10, p.m. Eastern, where we do about 90 minutes to an hour of love songs and slow jams from some of my favorite R&B artists from the R&B genre. So if you have nothing going on for Valentine's Day and you just want to kick back and relax, enjoy some great music, make sure you tune in Saturday evening. That's next Saturday, February 11th, for my annual Valentine's Day show. Uh, coming up in the uh, in the next half hour, um, we're going to be... I'm going to give you the latest on uh, Marvel. You know, we all are a fan of the Marvel comic uh, world. And we just found out that uh, one of our favorites, Captain America Civil War, has been just nominated for this year's Nickelodeon Kids Award. I'll tell you more about that. Also, uh, the stars of Hidden Figures and Stranger Things were the biggest winner at the 2016, I'm sorry, 2017 Screen Actor Guild Award. If you happen to miss the show, I'll tell you who were the winners. Also, um, and, and this particular award show was uh, got very political because a lot of the winners uh, just went on in on the 
the uh, President Donald Trump controversial executive order on uh, immigration. So I'll tell you the latest. Also, uh, after months of speculation about whether or not Ben Affleck will direct the standalone Batman movie, well, the actor did confirm that he will not direct the movie. He will still continue on to play the superhero, but uh, he will not direct it. Hmm. I see. I guess, you know, he feels that uh, being director is not, to star in the movie and to direct it at the same time is not an easy task. So he's going to leave the, do the Batman role and leave the directing to somebody else. So that will be coming up. Also, uh, in the next half hour, uh, Drake says that he misses acting. And he's also thinking about, he wants to be a talk show host. Actually, he wants to have his own talk show. Imagine that. All those stories coming up in the next half hour, so make sure you stay tuned. Crazy, crazy, go, go crazy, oh, like a summer 
Now we have here uh, 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Britney Spears featuring for Tinashe in Slumber Party. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Friday edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture from the world of Hollywood. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you register as a listener here on BTR. Register. It's, it's free. All you have to do is give yourself a name, and then uh, not only you can tune in and listen to my show, but other shows here on the network, anywhere from sports, self-help, religion, entertainment, you name it. So make sure you are a registered listener here on blogtalkradio.com. Register as a listener. It is free. Also, if you can't catch the show live here every week, you can also listen to this uh, show via our archives here on Blog Talk Radio. You can also check us out on iTunes. You can download the show for free, and you can also check out the show on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T. C-H-E-R dot com. All right, before I went to the music break, I was giving you the latest on the stars of the Hidden Figure and uh, Stranger Things. They were the biggest winners at the 2017 Screen Actor Guild Award that was held at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles last weekend. Powerful political speeches came from the cast of the drama and the sci-fi show dominating the evening. Other winners talked about President Donald Trump controversy executive orders on immigration, such as uh, Taraji P. Henson, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Brian Cranston, Emma Stone, all these celebrities, even Ashton Kutcher even made a powerful statement about this sudden executive order. Uh, Taraji P. Henson called for unity during her exception speech. Julia, she brought home an award for Best Female Actor in a Comedy. Uh, she was also talking about the, uh, uh, the, the immigration ban is like a blemish on, on and it's un-American. Uh, Brian Creston, who won an award for his role as Lyndon B. Johnson in the HBO movie All the Way, said that he often asked how would Lyndon Johnson think about Donald Trump in this day and time. Emma Stone, who took home an award for Best Female Actor, actor in a lead role for La La Land, she spoke about the importance of bringing joy to people and because right now we're living in a really tricky time. The 2017 SAG Awards acted as a strong indicator of success at the upcoming Academy Awards, which will be held on February 26th. Also, uh, Marvel uh, is dominating the movie's nominees of this year's Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award. Uh, Captain America Civil War leads the pack with a total of eight nods, including favorite movie actor for Robbie Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, as well as Favorite movie actress for Scarlett Johansson. DC and uh, adaptation for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. It trails closely behind with seven nominations, including favorite movie actor for Ben Affleck and also favorite movie actress for Amy Adams. Finding Dor- Dory, Ghostbusters, and Rogue One, a Star Wars stories among the nominees as well. The winners will be announced in a ceremony scheduled to air on Saturday, March 11th. John Cena is tapped as host, and besides honoring children's favorites in movies, the award show recognized kids' favorites in music and in television. And uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story star, Diego Luna, he may join Scarface the reboot. 
The movie is the re-imaging uh, of the 1932 and 1983 film of the same name. Meanwhile, Antoine Fuquay is no longer directing the project, and despite Fuquay's interest in the Scarface reboot, Variety reported that Fuquay needs so much time to develop the Equalizer sequel that he just simply can't leave the project. Scarface is based on the novel of the same name, which was published in 1929. A movie based on it came out in 1932 and centered on an Irish immigrant who became became a gangster in 1920s Chicago. A remake starring Al Pacino came out in 1983, and unlike the 1932 movie, it focused on a Cuban refugee as a gangster in 1980s Miami. The upcoming Scarface, which is set to be released in 2018, will reportedly center on the rise and fall of a Mexican gangster in Los Angeles. Meanwhile, Diego Luna has finished filming the horror movie Flatliner, which is set to be released in the U.S. on September 29th. And uh, also, uh, the nominations for the uh, 28th annual uh, Glad Up Media Awards has been announced. Uh, while the list sees familiar names in TV and, and in the music category, it highlights the lack of major films with gay content as only two movies, Moonlight and Star Trek Beyond, made the cut in the outstanding film wide release category. This marks the first time in more than a decade that a popular category has just two nominees. Glad says this is a reflecting a need for more progress in that industry. Supergirl joined the likes of The Fosters, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and Orphan Black as nominees for Outstanding Drama Series. Meanwhile, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Modern Family, and Transparent are among strong contenders for Outstanding Comedy Series. Fox, the Rocky Horror Picture Show event, and HBO Looking, the movie, are vying for Outstanding TV Movie or Limited Series Prize, while I Am Kate lands a not for Outstanding Reality Program. The Bold and the Beautiful is the sole nomination in Outstanding Daily Drama category. And in music, Elton John, Lady Gaga, Frank Ocean, Sia Furley, Furler, and Tegan and Sarah, they're pitted against each other for the Outstanding Music Artist title. The Glad Media Awards Ceremony will be held in Los Angeles on April 1st and in New York on May 6th. And, um, yeah, it's it's the you got so many nominations in movie, music, and the TV category. After months of speculations about whether or not uh, Ben Affleck will d- direct his uh, standalone Batman movie, and the the uh, actor confirmed that he won't direct it. Affleck is still playing the superhero in the Batman movie. However, he decided to hand over the directing job to a new director, as he needs to focus on his role as the Cape Crusader. Warner Brothers respect Affleck's decision and remain committed to working with him to bring the the standalone Batman picture to light. Affleck and Warner Brothers will start searching for a new director. Matt Reeves from War for the Planet of the Apes is reportedly one of the names in the shortlist. Affleck will also star opposite Joe Magnanello, who will play Deathstroke in the Batman uh, movie. The movie release date hasn't been set yet. In the meantime, Affleck Batman is appearing in another DC movie, Justice League. Justice League is scheduled to hit the U.S. theaters on November 17. And Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown has got her first movie role. The 12-year-old actress who is known for her breakout role as Jane 
Eleven Ivis on the Netflix series, has signed on to star in Godzilla King of Monsters. Godzilla King of Monsters is set to be released in U.S. theaters on March 22, 2019. It will reportedly be leading up to a crossover with King Kong, which will return to the big screen in Kong Skull Island on March 10. The Godzilla vs. Kong is tentatively planned for 2020. Brown appeared on shows like Once Upon a Time and Grey's Anatomy before starring as Eleven, the uh, telekinetic girl on Golden Globes-nominated Stranger Things. The British actor earned a Screen Actor Guild and a People's Choice Award nomination for her performance as Eleven. And Drake said he is missing acting. Bad. During an interview for CalCast podcast, which was hosted by college basketball head coach John Calabari, Drake revealed that he was planned to return to the acting world. Uh, Drake said, quote, acting is another thing that I just can't wait to really dive into. I think after I release more life, which is the playlist I'm working on and finish this tour, I think I'm going to really start to position myself in the acting world and hopefully take some great roles, unquote. Uh, in terms of acting, Drake was known for his appearance on the Canadian team drama series Degrassi, The Next Generation, in which he played Jimmy Brooks, a basketball star from a wealthy family. He also voiced young the young male mammoth Ethan in Ice Age Continental Drift. During the podcast interview, Drake also said he wanted to be a late-night TV host. Drake's upcoming project is a playlist titled More Life, a collaboration with Apple Music. The rapper once said that he created the playlist to give you a collection of songs that become the soundtrack to your life. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, I tell you, he went in on the Donald. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger had reacted to Donald Trump's jab about his Celebrity Apprentice ratings. The actor posted on Twitter a video of himself on February 2nd telling the president to switch jobs because he seems obsessed with ratings. Trump previously joked about the show rating at the National Prayer Breakfast on February 2nd. The eighth installment of the Celebrity Apprentice aired Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Now, you got to figure, why in the world would Donald Trump, he's at this national prayer breakfast, the full of, a room full of important people, reporters, leaders, uh, you name it, and the only thing you could, you, and you're coming up with talking about, there's so many important issues that you should be talking about in that room, but you choose to talk about, Arnold Schwarzenegger and the ratings of The Celebrity Apprentice. What does that got to do with what you came there to talk about? See, that's why I I mean, for people who have voted for him, don't you see everything that he does is just not presidential? It seems like it just it gets worse. It gets it's just become a negative circus. That's my opinion. I just I just don't see what does that have to do with what he came there for. All those important people in the room and all he could think of to talk about, just come up off the top of his head, is Arnold Schwarzenegger and the ratings of The Celebrity Apprentice. Not presidential, Donald Trump. Not presidential. Also, The Voice has unveiled its Season 12 guest advisors, 
Celine Dion, John Legend, Luke Bryan, and DJ Khaled will appear on the upcoming season of the reality singing competition as mentors. Celine will serve as coach for Gwen Stefani's team. John will work with Adam Levine's squad. DJ Khaled will also offer some major keys to Alicia Keys' pupil, and Luke will support Blake Shelton's roster. The Voice Season 12 returns on February 27 on NBC. The Celebrity Advisor will appear during the battle rounds. Right now, we have uh, 7.46 here, according to uh, 8 here on the East Coast. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the week, so make sure you stay tuned.
that was new music from Zayn and Taylor Swift from the uh, uh, the song is called I Don't Want to Live Forever from the Fifty Shade Darker soundtrack. Uh, can't wait to see that movie. Uh, right now we have here about 10 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the week, after the Joker, another Batman villain is born on Gotham. Edward Nigma, who is played by Corey Michael Smith, is fully embracing his villainous side and is in his complete transformation into the classic Batman villain. It's teased in a promo for the spring premiere of the Fox series. Gotham is going on a hiatus and will return on April 24th. The next episode is amply titled Mad City, How the Riddler Got His Name. And NBC has announced that The Good Place is getting a second season renewal. The fancy comedy series, which hails from Park and Recreation co-creator Mike Schur and star Christian Bell and Ted Danson, will return with 13 new episodes. The Good Place is the second freshman series to get a second season pickup at NBC following Mandy Moore starring dramedy This Is Us, which was recently renewed for two more seasons of 18 episodes each. And Paris Jackson is following her father's footsteps by stepping her foot in show business. The 18-year-old daughter of Michael Jackson had landed her first acting role. She is set to guest star on Lee Daniel music drama Star. Paris will play Rachel Wells, a young, super chic stylist and intimidating social media guru who oversees a publicity shoot of the girl group and delivery uh, goes after Eva and Star into pushing some boundaries. Her episode will air later this season. Other guest stars in the first season of the Fox series include Lenny Kravitz, Tyrese Gibson, Naomi Campbell, Big Boy, Gladys Knight, and Tamika Kodal. Lee hinted at uh, Paris casting two weeks ago when he posted a photo with her. Paris made her modeling debut early this month by joining a photo shoot for Chanel in Paris, France. She also gave 1980 vibes with her makeup and outfit, posing with young guys dressing as soldiers. Also, uh, Star also stars Queen Latifah, and it airs on Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Fox. The CW has ordered a pilot for, get this, a Dynasty reboot, which hails from Gossip Girl creator Josh Swartz and Stephanie Savage and Sally Patrick. Dynasty followed two of America's wealthiest family, the Carringtons and the Colbys, as they feud for control over their fortune and their children. The primetime soap opera will be told primary through the perspective of two women at odds, Fallon Carrington, the daughter of billionaire Blake Carrington, and her soon-to-be stepmother, Crystal, a Hispanic woman marrying into this wasp family and America's most powerful class. The new drama promises to expose the dark underbelly that is a corrupt world built on backroom deals, betrayal, and murder. Meanwhile, the new action-adventure drama Searchers also gets a pilot order at the CW. Greg Berlanti will executive produce the new series alongside the 100 creator, Jason Jason Rothenberg and Sarah Shetner. Searchers follows a group of unlikely heroes who find themselves on the journey of a lifetime, ten years after the death of their parents, a pragmatic brother and free-spirited sister are forced to team up when they learn that their mother's terrifying and bizarre story may be a roadmap to discovering the great legends, myths, and unexplainable mysteries of the world. And new photos for Ryan Murphy's upcoming anthology series, Feud, has been released by FX. The photos offer a glimpse 
of the recreation of the infamous backstage rivalry between Betty Davis, which is going to be played by Susan Sarandon, and Joan Crawford, played by Jessica Lange, behind the 1962 movie Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Feud also star Alfred Molina as director Robert Aldrich, Sarah Polson as Geraldine Page, Stanley Tucci as Warner Brother President Jack L. Warner, Judy Davis as Tita Hopper, and Dominique Burgess as Victor uh, Guano, and Catherine Zeta-Jones as Olivia de Havilland, Jackie Hoffman as Mama Sita, Molly Price as Harriet Foster, Kathy Bates as Joan Blondell, Allison Wright as Pauline Jameson, and Kernan Shipka as Pastor B.D. Hyman. Feud, Betty and Joan, premieres on Sunday, March 5th at 10 p.m. Eastern on FX. And Young G's F. Donald Trump made headlines again for an unlikely reason. Hackers hijacked radio stations across the U.S. and forced them to play the rap track on repeat. According to a now-deleted Facebook post of Salem, South Carolina radio station, Sunny 107.9 WFBS, somebody took, took over the controls of the radio signal on Monday night, on January 30th, and replaced its unusual, its usual, I should say, classic hits with the 26-year-old rapper diss track against the president. The hackers kept playing the song for about 20 minutes straight. Jeff Bright, the host of Sunny 107.9 WFBS, tracked the IP address and the hackers, and it turned out to be from Russia and Taiwan. Bright's radio station was not the only one dealing with the hackers. According to Radio Insight, a lot of radio stations in Texas, Kentucky, California, Washington, D.C., and North Carolina were reported being affected by the hackers. And accidentally, the radio stations that were affected by the hackers were from the, from the states that played, big part, big, played a big part in Donald Trump's victory from the 2016 election. And despite the hacking controversy, some radio stations voluntarily played young uh, YG's song to express the disappointment towards Trump win. And a Portland radio station played a clean edit of the song every hour on the weekend of the inauguration, while an unregistered pirate station in Seattle had been broadcasting the uncut song nonstop for more than a week. After Donald Trump was released last October, the track featuring Nipsey Hussle was the second single off of YG's album, Still Brazing. YG once claimed his track was an anti-facet gift for his fans. And the Super Bowl 51 will take place in Houston. The last time Super Bowl was held in Houston, Janet Jackson suffered her infamous Nipplegate wardrobe malfunction. But this year, the halftime performer, Lady Gaga, has promised that it won't happen again. Gaga held a press conference ahead of the gig in Houston on Thursday. Although she didn't reveal what kind of costume she would wear, Gaga assured fans that it wouldn't be a neat dress. During the interview, the Bad Romance hitmaker stated that her goal for her Super Bowl 51 performance is to create a moment everyone watching will never forget. She also dedicated her performance to, obviously, her fans and that kid that couldn't get a seat at the cool kid's table and that kid that got kicked out of the house because his mom and dad didn't accept him for who he was. Gaga didn't mention anything about any possibilities of having a collaborator on stage, but her fans can look forward to that. According to a tweet, Tony Bennett, who had been rumored to join Gaga at Super Bowl, will appear in a video introducing the telephone hitmaker. The tweet reads, Lady Gaga, hashtag Super Bowl performance. 
begin in the second countdown video featuring Little Monsters and Tony Bennett. Once Upon a Time is also going musical. Executive producer Adam Horowitz and Edward uh, Kitsis has officially announced at ATV Fest on Thursday that the show will be doing a musical episode later this season. Details about the musical episode are not available yet, but it's likely to air in in the springtime. You can expect to see the stars such as Jennifer Morrison, Josh Dallas, and Jennifer Goodwin showing off their pipes in the said outing as they all have musical background. And rumors about Once Upon a Time musical episode have been swirling for years, but the show bosses were always coy when asked about the possibilities of doing it. Once Upon a Time returns on Sunday, March 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC, and also gearing up for the musical episode this year was uh, our the, uh, the Flash and Supergirl, which will once again feature a crossover. The crossover will start on Supergirl on Monday, March 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern, followed by the Flash episode titled Duet, airing on Tuesday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern on The CW. And following the release of their latest single, Paris, the Chainsmokers schedule doesn't seem to slow down. The DJ duo took to Twitter to announce their first full-length album and their upcoming tour, Memories Do Not Open. The Chainsmokers shared the good news by posting a picture of their upcoming tour poster, which showed the schedule for their 40-date concert. Only a week before the announcement, Coldplay frontman Chris Martin had spilled the, ba- the spilled the beans actually about the Chainsmokers' new album. The Chainsmokers will kick off their Memories Do Not Open tour in Miami at the American Airlines Arena on April 13th. Tickets for the upcoming tour will go on sale for February 3rd via Ticketmaster, and every ticket purchased online includes a copy of the duo's forthcoming album. And Madonna has reportedly been approached to record a protest song against President Donald Trump. According to TMZ, legendary songwriter Bruce Robert had reached the queen of pop to a uh, record like an anti-Trump anthem using the chorus of Enough is Enough, the song he wrote for Barbara Streisand and Donna Summers. The site claimed that Roberts asked Madonna to rewrite and sing the lyrics of the song to ex- express disdain for Trump controversial policy, though sources said that, the, that Roberts didn't consider it as a personal attack on Trump. Trump blasted Madonna following her controversial statement about blowing up the White House. Madonna caused upset with her explicit speech at the Women's March in Washington, D.C. early this month. And the lineup, you know, we were talking about Beyonce earlier, the lineup for the upcoming 2017 Coachella Valley Music and Art Festival has finally been revealed. As, as Of course, we know Beyonce is supposed to be headlining the show, along with Kendrick Lamar and Radiohead for both weekends of the festival. Right now, uh, they're not sure. Uh, there's talks about she might not because due to her pregnancy, but we have to wait and see. Uh, this will be, if she does perform, this will be the first time Beyonce uh, will headline the Desert Festival. Uh, she also had joined Jay-Z in 2010 when they danced on stage with uh, Sister Salon Nose in 2014. Other top builders include Lord Future, Bon Iver, DJ Snake, DJ Khaled, the XX, Travis Scott the Second, Father John Misty, Tove Lowe, Martin Garrett, Schoolboy Q, Gucci Man, Mac Miller, and New Order. 
Coachella 2017 will take place at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California, over the weekends of April 14th to the 16th and April 21st to the 23rd. Festival passes for both weekends uh, are currently on sale. Right now, it is uh, 8 o'clock here on the East Coast. Uh, That will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Tune in Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern for the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. And also tune in on Saturday, February the 11th at 10.30 p.m. Eastern for my Valentine's Day show. That will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.